This is SG Fun, a Stargate podcast. Ask me again. Is the water hole warm enough, Tori? Woo! I'm, 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 I'm hanging out. I'm, I'm in it. I, I think the answer is supposed to be yes, Sarah. Oh yes, yes, Sarah. It, it sound, it, it feels. Uh... That's it. Shall we begin? Yeah, we, we should, we should begin. The water yes, hole feels Sarah. lovely. It, 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 there might, yes, Sarah. <laughs> You're fucking it up on purpose, huh? <laughs> That's our mo. All right, one more time. <laughs> one more time. Is the water warm enough, Tori? Yes, Sarah. Shall we begin? Yes, Sarah. Is that right? Com- computer blue. Anyway, computer okay, yeah, blue. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember what happens next from the song. They just. Um, anyways, this is. That, let's get. Let's get serious. Let's, this. Let's get serious is a podcast this is a stargate podcast yes this is a podcast where two friends sarah and tori vibe and we do vibe checks on stargate sg1 yes and and have a good time while we're doing it yes all right sorry (laughs) i'm sorry and this 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 week is episode four holy shit we got one we got four episodes in What's it called? The break. The what is that called? The breaky brow. The oh, braca. Oh, uh, braca. Uh, uh, you're close. You're so close. You're getting closer. The braca. The braca bean. The bra. Uh, yeah. The braca branch. Neanderthals. The braca. Braca. I felt Bra- like there you're, was you're, definitely. You're starting to say Baraka. The Bra- uh, Barack Obama <laughs> divide. I don't know. Is it the Broca divide? Uh, uh, the Broca divide. Uh, Broca divide. I knew yeah. that. Yeah, episode I four. Word. The, the Broca divide. The Broca divide. Uh, directed by William Garrity, who looks like he, another uh, ad hoc director who just does a bunch of bunch of television series. TV director. TV series director. You know. Oh my God, that's such an appropriate hire. I, I think so. He's yeah, yeah. They looked at his resume mm-hmm. and said, "This is exactly sure. what we do." I mean, I enjoyed this show, or maybe I didn't. Oh, you did? Oh, was I comforted? <laughs> you won't know till the end. No spoilers. <laughs> Stay tuned. Uh, so, do you want to do? Do you want to, Tori? Yeah. Put a twenty-four second timer on the clock, but this this week it's your turn to give us a the fastest full episode summary you possibly can you're giving me an arbitrary 24 seconds to 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 summarize this episode or else or else we're gonna have to send a nuclear bomb through and close the iris forever oh yeah (laughs) well we don't want that i think i mean just because (laughs) we like the number 24 because that's how many hours are in a day i don't know and not a second longer except for Colonel Hammond will hesitate to give you that extra like minute and a half you need to actually come home. 
Thanks, Hammond. All right, I'm yeah. ready. Go. The the gate gang comes through and they meet a bunch of uh, Neanderthals, uh, and then they watch a and they watch a woman being raped before so, someone throws some rocks at them. Ten seconds. And, oh my! What? Ten? What? And, and then they go <laughs> and, and, then, and then they meet these people. Then they go back and there's this disease that turns people into cavemen, and then they have to go back to find the cure. And while everyone's freaking out, they they find the. That's it. That's it. Wow. That. I know. I forgot to give you a, time, a five second. I thought that seem, didn't count. It doesn't seem like that at the time. I know. Can you believe in episode two that I managed to summarize the whole episode? Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And probably the only time it's ever going to happen. Okay. So, shall we begin? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I yeah. can't stop. That was an accident. So yeah, like you were just saying. Well, at the at the beginning of the episode, before they go through the gate. They're just doing a little yeah. briefing. It's probably important to say that like a different group comes with them uh, because it's so it's because the planet is so dark because the the probe couldn't see anything. The SG three Marines are rolling with them. We got some new remember when some I new dick swingers. Like, right, I was like, how come these aren't all like special forces people and they don't and, and like specifically Marines. And then uh, this is great because this is the first episode now that we've introduced. I mean, if Stargate Team 3 is Marines or like three through nine Marines, like Stargate, we know SG-2 is not a Marine squad, but it's like that like all other seven of them are Marines, I guess. I don't know. But like, it's great because now we're going to get some inner branch like squabble. Oh, oh yeah. It, it happens immediately. I, lo- I love I love an inner inner military branch squabble. Well, as as they're going through the gate, like the the main uh, marine, like straight up just pushes aggressively pushes Sam out of the way, and is like, "We'll take point." And o- O'Neill's and O'Neill puts a stop to that real quick, and the marines like, and you know, he's like, oh, "Whatever, fly boy." You know, like I'm like, great. Right, this is this is going to be a major aspect of this series. I'm, I'm, I this is fun. And then Daniel says, "Yeah, also on the DL, whatever, Flyboy. Shouldn't we let these idiots go through first? And Daniel has to. And then O'Neill, I mean, has to remind Daniel that maybe uh, Sheree, Shari, and Scara could be on the other side, and they could be like right on the other side, and the Marines will immediately start shooting everybody because I guess." I guess the Marines just start shooting anything that moves. I didn't well, know yeah. that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I had no idea that that was like the in the Marine training guide was if it moves, shoot it. Or at least that's how the Air Force view the Marines, apparently. Ah, that's good. That's a good point. Okay, glad you brought us back to that because I really wanted to talk about that, but I forgot. Well, and well, so they all go through the gate. It's, it's, it's. Oh my God, it's the- sorry. It's so funny. It's so infantilizing that O'Neill makes the the um team leader of the marines literally do like a one mississippi two mississippi three mississippi uh the like before they can go through the gate <laughs> well and he takes a sweet time too with the mississippis i think yeah, maybe he's being passive aggressive because he's like all right sure i'll wait for a count of oh, 10 def- def- one def- mississippi oh, two yeah. yeah that's yeah definitely i hope they're dead Three. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, so the uh, finally on the other side of the Stargate, we're on another planet in the middle of 
uh, forested British Columbia. That's where we're at. We're 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 they're Gorgeous. just they're just Beautiful. in Canada again. Yeah. Um, that's all right. It's dark. It is dark. It's nighttime. It, yeah, nighttime's dark. Uh, mm. but even yeah. in Canada, apparently. <laughs> or on should we say on Canada? Even on Canada, yeah, it's dark at night, or it's dark on this side of Canada. Uh, I guess is what we find out. It's always dark. I, There's a dark I, side and a light side, I and it guess, doesn't change. Yeah, it, no, that's true because they talk about it all the time the dark, the people of the dark. No, the I touch, know, I know, I, and the untouched of the light. And I don't think, um, like, I guess you know, probably like if you want to get a nap. You should you should have nap rooms on the dark side of the, and it's like just a straight line. It's crazy. Yeah, and it follows the forest edge, and that was that was kind of interesting. But they never really talk about it. They're just like, yeah, that's what that's what's up. Mm-hmm. That's what's going on. Yeah, we cut all the grass like on this side, on the light side, <laughs> and then the, all the plants really grow on the dark side because that's how that's how photosynthesis works. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh man. <laughs> Uh, this won't be the first this will be the last planet where they have to try to explain how trees <laughs> <laughs> i believe in the very next episode one of the first things they do is explain how trees so. nice. <laughs> they go through the gate and they're like we don't know what we're gonna see because like we put a probe through but it was dark and while we do have night vision we can't attach night vision to probes so i guess they're just flying blind good luck and they go in and it's like they're like holy shit look at these like these look like early man they look like primitives and then daniel's like oh i'm showing off like i don't know if it's australopithecine or australopithecus or if it's like it's not quite any of those actually so like and then o'neill's like so you don't know and he's like no i don't know (laughs) and then yeah sam is like well why is there that one woman and she looks she looks normal to me like she looks like regular human and she's tied up and in distress and then one of the like i guess we'll just call them cavemans one of the cavemans grabs her with a friend and obviously is about to like doggy style her and she is like screaming and sam's like whoa he is gonna rape her so i think we should do something and daniel's like the way he says it's so condescending he's like that's probably just like how early man always had sex like by force like <laughs> strongest you know survival of the strongest <laughs> well i mean <laughs> I, I mean no he he starts his sentence starts with no like he tells her no no this well, is at least probably he what no means how how primitive man had sex so like he's 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 making up the prime directive at this point. There's no there's no well, official prime directive yet. He's and just Sam making goes it up. to say something and Sam goes to say something else and Neil's like, Captain. And I'm just like, you know, I don't feel like this is a healthy work environment. And I feel like, first of all, like I thought Daniel is supposedly also a scientist. And what's with this probably shit? Also, this episode should be titled Never Take um, Even a Glass of Water from Daniel. Never Go for a Walk in the Woods with Daniel. Never, definitely, like, just never be alone with Daniel and never Never. date any of his friends. And (laughs) fuck, like, 
Like, okay, I wrote, I wrote I never, that down. Never borrow Daniel's phone to do a Google search because you don't want to see how it autofills. Just world. like, <laughs> fuck Daniel. And how he says, like, no. Like, someone's being raped. The irony of, of his going, giving a firm no. Yeah, it was a firm the- no. The irony of him giving a firm no and expecting it to be respected while there's literally a woman getting raped 10 feet away from them. And and Sam's like, uh, and Daniel brushes her off and Sam's like, uh, no, I'm gonna go help her right now. I'm fucking now. gonna save her. And then her fucking boss is like, bitch, you better not. I want to see what happens. That dirty motherfucker. O'Neill's a real piece of shit. I don't know. But I that- hate everybody but Teal and Samantha. <laughs> although i feel like this is the episode where they start making teal like frown all the time grimace like he just had kind of a neutral face and well, they decided he didn't look stern enough i mean so now he's like really laying it on thick yeah so it's like he's he looks like he's smelling bad farts yeah well all I, the time well i think that'll probably happen for a while but uh according to the posters that i'm now seeing on youtube for the made for the tvs movies mm-hmm. that they've made uh, on those posters teal has like a he's lo- he's just looking boyishly handsome and s- like oh, half okay. smiling so good he looks great when he's the uh, heart smelling it's a slow 10 season wa- uh, warming up to, <laughs> to right. facial i'm just gonna say though his face looked way more normal the first couple episodes <laughs> um yeah, well, so, but the woman does get saved, not by them, but by some uh, nope. uh, do sex mocking uh, rock throwing. So they, they, they scatter and uh, the, the rocks are being thrown by some people in uh, their, their attire was interesting. It was like white discount burkas. They were like really. <laughs> yeah, they were a little see-through. They were a little like stiff and weird they didn't drape well it was like yeah it was like very discount netting. store it was not it was not cool yeah but uh but yeah but the, yeah. you know the, they they meet up with the gang and the gang's like and and they also speak english and the main one uh he calls themselves the un- of course the untouched can i can we just stop for a minute and say that about every up about every other episode there's a language barrier or not a language barrier is oh okay is there? Right. It's not. It's so inconsistent. I'm going to use these whistles. My favorite thing about this group is the main guy decides to speak in a really wild accent and fucking nobody, nobody else, nobody else who's an actor acting like a, a native of this planet goes along. <laughs> this guy just makes a bold motherfucking speech choice. And everyone else is like, fuck you, Ted. And uh, I I thought that was pretty fun. Is Especially it- I watched it uh, the right before recording. I watched it at one and a half speed. Oh, okay. And uh, it was even more delightful. Would that be called an inverse Kevin Costner? Where, where Yes. Like, yeah, okay. I get it. <laughs> where instead of being like yes. English, English dialect? No, I, I don't need to. Uh, it's we, could just we probably should have a dialect. We should call this uh, episode inverse Kevin Costner. Because um, also I feel like uh, like if I think about the movie Bull Durham, he was he's pretty into consent. 
Oh, 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 okay, yeah. But was he into consent during Waterworld? I think he. I don't think anybody was. was. I mean, sort of. Not really. Oh man! Oh man! That that Waterworld. That's a big. That's a big shell to crack. Let's just call this episode "Inverse Kevin Costner" and hope it has multiple meanings. Um. Mm. Well, yeah. So, so the Untouched. They they think you know they think the gang is are gods, and and it's sure. and it's dumb because o- O'Neill's like, "What? That's crazy!" And Daniel's like, "You know, we should get used to this." Yeah, we. This is probably gonna happen a lot. It's like no, no shit. Like, come on, yeah, O'Neill. This has already happened three times. You're three out of three for this. And he's point. like so chip on his shoulder, condescending about it. Like, oh my god, idiots! We're not gods. We're I'm just, just like people who came through a wormhole and somehow managed not to get spaghettified. Either that, or we got unspaghettified at the other end, which is kind of a moss. But anyways, you guys are so weird for calling us gods. I'm just, That's I'm just a, talk to yeah, them. I'm just, uh, you know, corn raised, homegrown Amer- right. American. You know, I'm from Chicago. If you need to know specifics i'm colonel o'neill from chicago and so i'm just like hard boiled ish <laughs> anyway let, 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 let me use my ma- my magic stick to to make loud boom boom sound he operate he's basically he's not he's like ramen boiled he's like a ramen egg <laughs> and in between a soft and a hard he's not that hard boiled he's trying very hard yes so they're going to take him uh to the land of light. So yeah, so I guess so mm-hmm. they get away from the forest and this and they, yeah, there's just a straight line of sun no no sun, sun, sun no sun. And they oh, never... they're taking them right to Alaska in the summertime. <laughs> and uh they uh they take them to their city and you know, it's it's pretty cool. It's a little it's a little Maybe like... it's Minoan, I hear. I hear it looks Minoan. Turn yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the word on the street. Although Sam and uh, O'Neill make fun of it right away. Do they? Yeah. O'Neill's like, I love what they've done with the place. It's oh, if right, he's right, ever right. been there. And Sam goes, I was going to do my living room like that. But I decided that I like mid-century modern better or something. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, that's super funny. So they're just like in this weird zone where they're like, look, we're not gods. But for the rest of the episode, they'll be saying we're not gods. And they'll be referred to as lords and gods because these weirdos can't these people have crazy one of them just has like the guy with the intense accent also has the most eccentric hat i've ever seen yeah well yeah they, they go and they sit down at a table in in like this cha- minoan chamber with a bunch of bull heads staring at them and it's a hey bit- you know what's fun about that scene about that sorry may i you know what's what what has been missing from all your dinner parties tori hmm. is you haven't had a woman in a fetal position on a stage past the end of your table yeah, where everybody just sort of dines and wonders, is she going to be okay? <laughs> but that's what happened to our would-be rape victim. She's well, not taken to a quiet bedroom to be observed. She is just like, she's like, hey, there's a dinner party and I'm not even able to enjoy it because maybe I'm going to become one of the touched. We have to wait and see. Well, we learn later that that, that, that little dais, slightly raised dais is called the isolation chamber. And when it's not even, it's like three feet from the table. It's not, not, not even <laughs> isolated <laughs> in any way. 
Well, so we get we get like a big exposition dump here. Like a lot of stuff is explained. The the the, the untouched are here, and the touched uh, the caveman people are people that were the untouched, but they go crazy. One of them is my very own father. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and, and they go crazy. The curly haired lady. The, the 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 crying lady may have been touched. Then uh, Minosha. You mean my daughter Minosha? Yeah, there it is. There's the accent. And I then, can't quite do it. Minusha. Like they think weird. the touched are touched by the dark gods. The good gods haven't been there for a while. So O'Neill's like, okay, so the good gods or the bad god, any none of the gods, which are the Goa'ulds, haven't been here in a right. while. That's what he concludes. So he's just like, let's roll. Let's get out of here. We're done. Right. And Teal has and Teal finally gets to talk because he explains that the dark gods are the gods of the underworld. Yes, yes. And which I'm just like, Jesus Christ, the above world gods are like terrifying enough. There's also underworld gods. By the way, who the fuck are these underworld gods if the Gould are, or as Hammond calls them, the Gould, um, if, if they're the above ground thumbs up gods, they're pretty terrible. Who are the bad guys? Yeah. And do we ever find out? I can't wait to know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Or is it just like just a convenient plot maneuver? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, O'Neill's not worried about it though, because like for him, the main mission is to find the Goa'ulds, where they came from. Like that's really like what they're trying to do. They thought that's this true. planet would be it because some yeah. of the symbols on the cartouche match where the Gould went, but alas, it's not. So he's like, I'm done. And then that's di- right, because their key thing that they're still focused on, the long-term goal here is to find Daniel's property slash wife. Yeah. And O'Neill's surrogate son. Uh exactly yeah. And, yeah. And and, and also Daniel the- likes having a property wife. Right. Right. Obviously. Sorry. Sorry. And uh and the uh well, yeah, and the threats of the of the Goa'uld as well. You know, they want to know where they're. Oh, right, because they could get on their ships and actually fly to Earth. So O'Neill's like, "All right, we tried. Let's let's go." And and then Daniel is like, "No, no, no, no. We gotta we gotta stay here, and uh, we gotta study this culture for a bit." Right, not, we're like, not gonna stop any rapes, but we should definitely just like hang out and contaminate <laughs> it as much as possible. Well, and the thing is, 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 is that, see, it's weird. It's weird. It's weird. One, like, I don't think Daniel's a good fit for SG one, like the, like the reconnaissance. Thank you. He's not a good fit. He, he, he should be on like SG five, 27. Yeah. The, the science seven. Sure. Sure. Or, or maybe the scientific one should have letters instead of numbers like SGA or something, you know? Sure. Sure. Like he shouldn't be on this on the reconnaissance mission. Two, wouldn't Daniel's been talking nonstop and worrying nonstop about his uh, uh, his his wife. Yeah. So and then now all of a sudden he's like, eh, we can't go wait a bit. They have bulb statues. You're right. They've like, oh yeah, we just have never learned the secret meaning of the behind the Minoan bowl. 
And then Carter, who's like an astrophysicist or something, is like, yeah, what Daniel said, I care about what I consider the soft sciences, because you know she thinks that he's a soft scientist because his shit's like all anthropology and stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There is no such thing as an astrophysicist in 1997 who has any respect for an anthropologist. No, no, no. Zero, probably not even in 2021. So, yeah, it doesn't make sense. They've given him like competing um like his character drive is like inconsistent yeah is it find charay as soon as possible or is it study the fuck out of these planets because science is so exciting that i don't even care what happens to my wife (laughs) like my husband is extremely excited about architecture And I like to think like, let's say we're dealing with like a taken situation. So I go to France and I get taken and let's say my husband decides to like, (laughs) like upload from the matrix, a particular set of skills. But while he's there, because he's an architect nerd and I've been to France with him, he's like, oh, wait, I know I've seen this one cathedral like eight times, but it has been at least 14 years since I last saw it. So before I find Sarah, I just want to take one more peek at this one wall in this one goddamn cathedral. That's what Daniel's doing. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I, I agree. Um, well, and, and it, and it goes and, it, and this keeps going because they, they do, they do leave. They go back to the gate and we cut to back on earth in the briefing room. Um, the, the argument keeps going. Uh, and Daniel's like, yeah, we have to like, you know, go back and study. And I just don't get it. Cause it's like, it's, uh, like the planet's not going anywhere. Study it later. You got, and why does Daniel have to personally, yeah, it's like not that big of a deal of a planet. Like there's Minoan bowls Send like the B study team. Yeah, exactly. Like it doesn't have to be your lead guy, your lead study guy, send the interns or something. Yeah, exactly. Or I bet there's like they could like just send some professors from like Harvard. <laughs> yeah, there, there's so much stuff. Yeah, they, they, yeah, they, they're not going, and it's it's going to be fine, Daniel. Just relax. Do, do you remember your wife? Send some actual people from the Middle East. I don't know. Where were the Minoans? <laughs> oh, they, they were. That's like because were... this is like I'm sorry. This is like seventh grade social studies. I don't know where the Minoans were. <laughs> Who remembers? Well, yeah, well, and so they, you know, and so they're 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 sitting around and they're talking. They they and they bring up the 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 name of the episode, Broca Divide. Yeah, I can't remember why or how, but like some. And this is why I like O'Neill because I was like, I feel like I should know what that is, but I feel stupid because I don't. But O'Neill sounds so fucking stupid when he asks what it is that I feel smarter than O'Neill. So that's nice. <laughs> <laughs> what's the broken divide dude why should we care that's O'Neill's whole attitude and, well, and, then, and then we learned that the president agrees with Daniel General Hammond called him up and the president who we is not to be seen yet is like yeah I think the plan should we should bounce around willy nilly through like the infinity of space and if you land on the wrong looking for the, uh, the threat but if you land on the wrong planet please divest like time people, money, resources to, to study this planet. Uh, and before you're moving on to the next one, you know, I'm sure the, the go out will, you know, will wait. 
Man, you make Bill Clinton sound like a monster or something. I thought he was still, is he not a national hero anymore? <laughs> wait, is he, is he, wait, <laughs> did we decide that Clinton's president right now? Like in this universe? Oh, I don't know. I just figure it's 1997. No, that makes sense. He's, he's, so, he's, and, and later he's on, like Dan, they, in they, inter- they, got, they got bull statues. You got to check that out. <laughs> well, yeah. So as while they're talking about this, uh, Lieutenant Johnson from SG three, one of the, one of the meatheads, he, he's been ramping up some intensity in his seat for a while. And, and what's his name? Johnson. It just starts like, he's, like it starts with one nostril yeah. kind of toward, t- toward teal where he's like, mm-hmm. Yeah, and he starts shaking a little bit. And Teal kind of notices. Yeah, yeah. He grimaces at he just He's grimaces like, towards the his that guy looking at guy's like that's <laughs> and Teal, yeah, Teal does his like even makes his like lower lip pout out further. <laughs> like he smelled an even worse fart in the middle of smelling a really bad fart. And then he's like just like he's side-eyeing him, going, What this guy's doing is beyond side-eyeing me. Because oh, he he's, is a Jaffa. He, he just cool slams this motherfucker shit, on the table. And the guy just keeps like, the guy acts like he is on motherfucking PCP. He just keeps freaking out, even though Teal clearly has him. And Teal's like, general, I would prefer not to hurt this man. Yeah, it's and then, so like, badass. I know. And then the MPs come over and like cuff him and take him and put him in a cell or something. And they're like, what, what's his problem? And we're like, no one knows. No, no, the, 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 the general, it's almost nonchalant. He's like, he's, he's, he's like looking at John. He's like, dude, like, what's the deal? Like what's wrong with you? <laughs> I know. The general like, is like, hey, the hey, general hey, doesn't man. even order the hey. MPs. Like <laughs> the general doesn't even give like a, a hand signal to the MPs to go over and grab the guy, which he looks like, I would prefer not to hurt this gentleman. Um, the general just stands there dumbfounded as always, like kind of hapless. And then the MPs are like, oh, we should do a thing. And so they go and do it. And then the general's like, wow. So Anyway, the next yeah. point on as you can see on the on the PowerPoint. <laughs> yeah, and then another one, another member of SG3 also, right? SG3 just starts going coming down with it like mad. All the Marines, yeah, like Sam and Daniel are hanging out in the big room and two of the Marines are fighting upstairs in the briefing room oh, and they fuck and yeah, they, this was cool. they crash through the glass and fall like 40 feet down to the ground. I'm so glad you brought this up because the first time I watched it, I was like, why is that regular glass? Oh, well, yeah, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Isn't it weird that the Marines all get sick first, even though they waited um, a extra, like a passive aggressively long 10 seconds before going through the, the water hole? Well, maybe it's just because they were hanging out. They didn't go to the light side. They stayed on the dark side. Oh, sure, sure, sure. Just like, you know, yeah, that's probably it. Um, well, yeah, so these two they fall through the they fall to the ground and they're and they're hurt. Uh, and Carter's like calls a medic, and then they like as they right before the cut, like she like does like a quick scratch on her neck, and you're like, oh, shit, she's gonna she's gonna be. I don't know, is this like does turn does does by the way, can we talk about how this is? directly the plot of a fucking tng episode where oh, they devolve 
Yeah, it uh, is. What's what season? Devolution is is totally it. Uh, like, because Deanna Troy like devolves into some sort of like weird swamp creature fish form, and so she's in her bathtub, and like um, um, Will Riker, Jonathan Frakes. So this was um, in this episode. So they 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 all devolve like Jonathan Frakes, who turned into a caveman. In episode four, or episode, this episode four, in episode five, the guy who gets, there's a guy right in the opening who gets his head blown off and his name is Frakes. And I'm just like, do they have beef with Frakes? Holy shit. I feel like this whole show so far is about trolling Jonathan Frakes of Star Trek. Oh yeah. But that's probably wrong. Because, oh my God, because also uh, Will Riker is hella into consent. So this shows definitely a whole Jonathan Frakes troll event. Like that's his thing. He is horny for consent in Star Trek. Okay. Okay. So now we cut to the other scene that you probably wanted to talk about. Oh my God. So it's pretty amazing. It's like all of a sudden, men, first of all, men's I locker not, room. we're in the men's locker room. The next thing you know, Samantha is symptomatic, but, but still looking good. And for some reason has what appears to be an Air Force issue hemmed crop top, tank top. Because listen, it had been so much more believable if it had been jagged and cut off. Like if she was like, I'm going to turn into a horny monster. And she just scissored the bottom of that off because that's what a normal, regular woman would do. So anyway, she goes in... <laughs> Wait, she what? Goes, so she goes into the locker room where O'Neill is like, I think I'm gonna get naked and take a shower because it's men's locker room hours. And um I don't think they have a separate women's locker room, but I can't remember. Well well he, he does she, he does seem a little like 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 it's a reveal. He closes his locker, she's there like leaning against the lockers and he's like he's oh, like yeah Ugh. she's he's fully like, oh, she's uh, doing carter what's up yeah she's she's a dazed and confused matthew mcconaughey like predatory lean yeah she's she and is. he is immediately you know what her body language immediately makes him cagey and uncomfortable because it's predatory as fuck so fuck you o'neill so then she proceeds to be like i'm going to uh, very aggressively press my body against you and kiss you, and you're gonna start protesting. But um, this is just the way primitive women fuck <laughs> by force. Well, we, we 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 are told that later. But we got. I I, I want to get. I, no, we are told that later. We're told some other stupid bullshit later. But no, like, I want I want I want to so anyway, look okay. at this scene granularly because it's just great, line okay. by line. She's set. She's she stands there predatory like and she says i want you and his response his first response to that is why <laughs> what she's like because why who the who in why <laughs> i want you why <laughs> what <laughs> that is weird i didn't even notice that i was too busy being like Fuck you, O'Neill. <laughs> How you like me now? Okay, bitch? so so her next her and then her next line is she ignores the why. She's like, "Do you want me?" And he and 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 he goes, he goes, "No." And then, the, well, not like <laughs> not like this. 
right? Because she is like, I had to put that in there. She is fully, 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 fully. I feel like they're trying to create, like, they're said through this episode, they try to create as if there is some tension between those two, but they have zero chemistry. Well, they, they've been doing, I mean, they did that a little bit even in the third episode. There's a, there's a little bit of stuff going on there that they're trying to inject. You know what I mean? It just doesn't work. And um, there's no reason they should like, these guys wouldn't even be like a good hate fuck. Cause they don't really hate each other. They don't really like each yeah, other. Yeah. Anyways. So, 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 so Nat- O'Neill gets sexual. Basically she proceeds to totally sexually assault yeah, yeah. him and he manages to wriggle away, but he is shook. He is shook as fuck. She is taken away to the medical unit yeah. and strapped down to a bed. Well, we, we, uh, we uh, O'Neill is talking to the doctor and, and the doctor is uh, a mm. new character. Dr. Janet Frazier. Yeah, lady doctor. She's a lady doctor. Yeah, she is, she is, she is. And she kind of does a little bit of an exposition dump at this point. She's like showing like this space has a lot of isolation chambers. We're going to put, we're going to put the people in there and everyone's, they're growing brow ridges and they're growing hair. Yeah. They're going... They're behaving like primitives, and she basically is like it's a virus organ, viral organism of they're all some growing kind. Pockets. and it's making them look like cavemen, or they're devolving in and some they're way. all just acting like animals. Yeah, they're yeah they're just yeah. Apparently, being primitive means always being angry and insanely destructive. I know. See, that was also I will say like, and this is so funny in a funny way. I thought of the Geico commercial where the caveman is is on the um oh yeah oh thing, yeah the thing that you definitely walk on at the airport when you're late for a flight but that little conveyor belt that will move you along and he drives by the Geico ad and he's like offended or drives by walks by and I thought about that and I was like again like this idea that early man we don't know fuck about it definitely rapists definitely um always angry and oh this is something really important that i'd wanted to mention when we were talking about early man primitive man being rapist is read a fucking book daniel jackson (laughs) there's an amazing book by called sex at dawn and it refers to sex at the dawn of humanity and it deconstructs the notion that they're going to bring up later, like when they try to explain Samantha's behavior. Well, well yeah, that, um, that's, that's the next thing I was going to talk about. Right. Daniel says like, oh, look, that's just like, you're the alpha male because you're like the colonel, which BT dubs, General Hammond is the alpha male. So like, it makes sense that she'd gotten sexually aggressive with you because primitive women would choose their men, choose, they're men based on who would give a, the most like survivable, strong ass offspring, which by the way, I still wouldn't pick O'Neill. I would pick Teal because he's, he's like a brick fucking house. Also, there's a bunch of Marines around who I think would probably be better candidates for that than O'Neill. And the alpha male is General Hammond. So it makes zero sense to me that Sam didn't try to fuck General Hammond if that's the case. Also, like, again, you can look at other primate species and see that they're not like all like extremely rapey and angry all the time. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. just it's like pretty, it's so a pretty wild. It's a pretty easy thing to to to, to check out. Um, 
Well, yeah, well, yeah, no. See, see, uh, it's it's Doctor Janet Fraser who tell who says this to O'Neill. That's like as they're walking around, she's like, "Yeah, you know, the women, the primitive women, they're not always angry and destructive. They just want to have get. They just get mad, horny, like that. So that's so, what's going on. This is the weirdest episode because the men are like, <laughs> I think man on woman rape is amazing, and the women are like, I think woman on man rape is hot and that's like but but they're both mad about being raped but they're both happy with being the rapist it's wild well 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 and and yeah and dr fraser you know she's telling this to o'neill and and her last word is you should be flattered thank you for remembering that because i was like yeah (laughs) fuck you colonel o'neill it's a compliment (laughs) (laughs) oh my god i would have loved it if she'd put her fingers in her like her pinky finger and her index finger in the corners of her mouth and wolf whistled him as she walked away that would have been like fucking amazing so i did if you want to know at this point am i comforted hell yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay he goes and talks to daniel Daniel's like, what happened to you? You look like you've gotten a little bit of a fight, a little tussle. And he's like, I don't want to talk about it. And he's like, no, tell me. And he's like, I don't talk about it. I just had an, I had a run in with Sam Carter. And he's like, I just, what? I just what happened? She just like, she tried to like make out with me. She tried to rape me. And then like Daniel's like, oh, you like you're gross, victim shaming, blaming, which is totally a Daniel move because he sucks. And then <laughs> O'Neill's like, no, it's fine. It wasn't a big deal. It wasn't that bad. I feel fine. And the next thing, words out of Daniel's mouth, which totally makes sense, not, they're not, are you okay? They're like, is she okay? Where is she? And fucking O'Neill's like, why? <laughs> and he's like, because I'm worried about her because she's a sex offender. And <laughs> those are my peeps. And so then <laughs> O'Neill is like, what? And, but then O'Neill, we realize suddenly isn't just being, isn't just embracing like, how dare you? If you were my friend, you'd support me and not my attacker. We realize that he also is sick because then he's like, why you want to know about my woman? Why you want to know about Sam? Samantha, he What's said, your he interest in Samantha. Sam? Oh, why are you asking about Samantha? Yeah. Oh, you care about her? And so then, uh, he tries to get into a fight with Daniel. the shit out of Daniel, actually. Like, he gets, I was going to say, which he definitely obviously wins because Daniel's no James Spader. (laughs) Would would James Spader have fared any better? Is James Spader a scrapper? I I feel like (laughs) his character in Pretty in Pink, just by virtue of being such a rich douchebag somehow would have been able to kick any have anybody on the floor and kicking them and then his uh blacklist character would just give them a withering look and they would uh shrivel up Mm, and lose the fight these are my feelings about it so anyway uh, quick um, quick 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 side note uh at the beginning of that daniel and o'neill scene I love Daniel Mm -hmm. comes in and he says this line. This is very late nineties. 
I got on the internet to research Australopithecus. <laughs> I mean, this is 97, right? So it's like Nets- yeah. Netscape is coming the whole thing. And it's, I just, I the, fucking the, laughed for yes. like five minutes. I was like, I got on the internet. <laughs> well, first of all, the fact that the most recent remains of any kind of early man we had found were Australopithecus. Australopithecus that was like big news still. And yeah, and obviously getting onto internet. <laughs> it was like it was almost like an advertisement. It felt like it was like yeah, yeah. Hey kids, yeah. interested in destroying the fabric of our society faster? <laughs> can I interest you in internet? You can look up exciting facts like what is Australopithecus? What what is the Jewish conspiracy? What is? Oh God! <laughs> What's the difference between a lightning bolt and a blue Jewish laser beam? <laughs> Don't worry, kids. So the, far, we... the end of the world will not happen for probably maybe like twenty years. In the meantime, <laughs> yeah. learn to uh, pl- play Minesweeper. Uh, you know. Uh... Oh, fuck Minesweeper. <laughs> Three seconds was my best. Which is pretty fucking good. Uh, all right. Okay. So yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So they. They. But they. Security gets O'Neill off of Daniel, and then apparently O'Neill is infected. So 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 after putting O'Neill uh, away, uh, we get a new exposition dump from Doctor Fraser. She's talking to uh, Teal'c and Daniel, who are fine, and and Fraser's like, well, it's an organism. Apparently, it wakes it it wakes up primitive brain parts, suppresses higher functioning. It's just, it's just a disease base. And she's but like, it's histaminergic. She's, she's like, I've never seen anything like this on earth. And it's like, <laughs> no yeah. shit. And, it's not from earth, you dumb dumb. The general's like, are you saying we could have brought a new plague to this planet? Oh my God. No I love that. This shit. is <laughs> I love that it takes until this scene for the general to call the president and lock down the mountain. I I I feel like the second they got back, no, the second Johnson attacked Teal was the second that mount went on lockdown, and uh, General Hammond should have asked the president to have anybody shot and burned who tries to leave. Because how many people left or arrived in like the how many hours? Let's just say one. Uh, yeah, who, who knows? I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's just wild. It's wild. It's wild. Like the, the entire time they're talking, there's just audio of like grunts and yells, and oh my Sam God, is moaning the entire time in the background. And then it's and then they get interrupted by the loudest one of them, and it's like a fucking jackal scream. And they all rush, and it's fucking MacGyver O'Neill. Yeah, and he's. He made an interesting acting choice with the animal yell that he does, that he cho- chose to do. The whole episode from here on out for him is a very interesting acting choice. In fact, I'm going to... the whole point where he's caveman is wild. I'm going to do an audio clip of his yell. Here we go. That's what it is. But then he's also like, 
he manages to put words in it. Duck, duck, duck. Also, why do they put General Hammond? They put General Hammond, who is devolving but not becoming violent in a straitjacket, and then they put him in a room with O'Neill, who's not even handcuffed. I'm like, O'Neill's gonna kill General Hammond, you idiot! I, 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 I because they're doubling no up. Idea. But anyways, yeah. Then he's like demands O'Neill through his like, rah, rah, <laughs> that, like he's like better. a baby crow. He's like a baby crow, yeah, right? Yeah. And and through that he manages to communicate more, 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 more sudden. And the doctor's like, what? Shut up! Said a said a give. Give shut up. <laughs> and then she's like, well, probably it could kill him, but let's do it. He's, I mean, he's clearly in his right mind and demanding it. And I'm a doctor, so that's how sedatives work. You demand them, and the doctor's like, oh, yeah, you can have all, as much sedative as you want. So she gives him more sedative, <laughs> which allows him to talk to her a little bit. Yeah, he's somewhere in there. He's somewhere. The real O'Neill is, is in there somewhere. Ex- 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 experiment. it's the fucking worst experiment on me he says all right well all right so yeah as that's happening we we cut to to be fair my compliments because this seems like probably hard as fuck to act it's hard on the vocal cords i'll tell you that i mine are fine uh so (laughs) I don't use them for anything, <laughs> especially in pandemic. Like I probably have a sore throat just from talking this much. Well, so, uh, so we cut to, uh, Dr. Frazier talking to Tilk and Daniel and she's like, look, maybe you can get, maybe I can make a vaccine. If you go back to the planet and get some blood from one of the untouched Minoans, we can God, figure Jesus out Christ. what's up. This is like the longest episode. <laughs> And well, and, and 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 they're like, all right, teach us this how is to. This before Hammond is put in a straitjacket because Hammond is there for this conversation, and he says to Daniel and Teal, "Do you motherfuckers know how to draw blood?" Oh yeah. And they're yeah. like, "No." And I'm like, "Well, fuck you," because you know who does? My mom, for real, legit. My mom knows how to draw blood. <laughs> she used to do it for a living. Oh, anyway, so cool. then he's like, Hammond's like, "You better learn now," and they both look kind of like. First of all, Daniel, sure, that makes sense to me. He's squeamish. But Teal, you have like a very upsetting worm with an exoskeleton head living inside your abdomen. Why are you pressed? Like, just learn how to take blood. Anyway, so General Hammond. Oh, oh, and and also Daniel Jackson's like, by ourselves? Yeah, yeah. I don't want to go by myself because I think early man likes to do rapes. And I don't want to go with just Teal'c because I'm obviously the one they're gonna do rapes on because I am very wee compared to Teal'c. And uh um suddenly suddenly things seem different huh dickhead anyway so hammond yells at him and is like do you know other immune people fuck off and go you're going in like half an hour 
get your shit together, learn yeah. how to draw blood. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's probably a ton of people who professionally draw blood who are like, oh, yeah, it only takes 30 minutes to learn. Fuck you. <laughs> and uh, so they go. Yeah. So they so go back through. Uh, and they go they, back through yeah. to get some blood. But they what they find is they find Minosha. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the daughter of 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 inverse Keon, uh, Kevin Costner. Yeah. She looks rough. Well, yeah, she seems to be touched now, and Daniel Daniel grabs her and to do, to go somewhere, yeah. and they immediately because get he's ambushed. like, oh yeah, she's touched, wink wink, and I'm Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just a horrible man. Well, they, so, they, they, um, they, immediately, they immediately get ambushed by uh, the cavemen, and this is such a this is such a weird bit. So Teal starts firing his machine gun on one, like they have their backs to each other. They're like 10 feet mm-hmm. apart. Teal no, is, no. Teal has his back to Daniel. Dipshit Daniel is looking at Teal's back like, Teal, do something to save us. Well, and, and he Teal's is. Like, He's firing his machine like, gun. I know. Daniel's being an idiot. Daniel's looking at Teal instead of watching his own six and like, he so nobody's watching his back, so he's just and he refuses to put my nerve down. And so he's just holding this bitch until it's like, pull your draw your weapon and shoot it, and they'll run away. And Daniel's like, Well, I don't want to put down like I, I don't know if you know, but I, I had a lady that I owned, but like I lost her. And stuff. <laughs> we might find her again, but I think it would be nice to have a backup lady that I own. And oh, so I well, just want to keep. I feel like that if I put this one down, I could lose her. It all of a sudden makes more sense than when I watched it. Yeah. And so then, <laughs> but then the people of the dark, the people apparently of the dark. with Daniel. It, well, and yeah. Minusha. Teal scares away his, his, his attackers and turns around and is like, Daniel. And Daniel's like, and frankly, should be pissed because Daniel didn't have his back either. No, no. He's like, wow, this is... But that was Daniel's job. This is ineptitude of the highest order. Yeah, fuck Daniel. He should get, like, in some kind of trouble. Anyway, so Teal's like, oh, my God, obviously. Anyway, at least I don't have to drag that lumpy piece of shit around. Yeah, yeah. So Teal just makes his way to the light side of the planet. Yeah, he goes there, and, 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 he, and he talks. He's, he's like, look, we, 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 uh, we need your help. We want your blood. And he's like, I saw your daughter. And he's like, eh. Minusha's dead. Yeah, he he's like, look, god damn it, can look, we have we can fix this, just and 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 give me your blood. And they're like, blood is life, get out of here. Like they they, they really don't episode, like that. I in this episode, I'm surprised they weren't like, oh, you can have all the blood you want, but you can't have sperm because that's my powerful essence. I'm surprised <laughs> it didn't go there. Well. Yeah, they 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 just they they just they're just like we're out. So he steals blood. Yeah, he, he steals well, blood from a guard. Well, he just so the the <laughs> the, the the ambassadors leave, and he's like walking back to the exit, and the two burly ass guards are there, and he just fucking wastes them. He just he just doesn't give a shit. He just goes in. So he he just steals that blood, but he does say sorry. He like knocks those motherfuckers. Well, he's well, he just like, I am sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's how he says sorry. Yeah, 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 I think it's very sincere. No, no, it is he's sincere. Like, he's like, I am sorry. To do he this. does, he does his pouty ass lip, and he goes, 
I am, I am, I can't even, I am sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah. So he, he, he goes back to the gate, uh, gives the blood to the doctor and then he, uh, he visits O'Neill. Goes to see O'Neill. This is my favorite. Can I say this line is the only line I remember. O'Neill, I am sorry. I lost Daniel Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, and it seems like, and it seems like he, I lost the spare key set of keys to your house when you told me I could sleep here. I am sorry. <laughs> well, and, well, and the thing is, is Daniel is way less, uh, has way less utility than a spare set of keys. Like, well, I'm more upset when I lose my wallet. I don't know. I well, don't know where my mailbox key is. I'm a little more irritated. I'm about as actually, because we have other copies, I'm about as upset about losing my mailbox key as Teal'c is about losing Daniel losing Jackson. Daniel Jackson yeah. And I have two more copies of my mailbox key. <laughs> yeah. Well, so as as he's yeah, as he's talking, the doctor comes in. And I guess they, they, for some reason, they, the, the, the show writers decided that for like the exposition dumps that she needs to do, she's going to do them to O'Neill, even though he is like super checked out. Like she goes yeah, right? on this long, she starts talking. This is where she brings up the histaminergic nature of this yeah and she's and she goes and she's up, like she's like dr jackson and i both have acute rhinitis yeah and that and that suppresses just, the organism and honestly i'm like hold up out of this whole system two of you have allergies i guess that's 1997 for you in 2021 i don't know i would say 80 percent of us are on allergy medication because <laughs> the world is a toxic mess um and no, you can't even take a peanut butter sandwich into, or like a glutinous cupcake into an elementary school because we're also super duper fucked. But anyways, I want to know what kind of allergy medicine they take that would combat. So that, that would knock out all the histamine. Cause by the way, I just want to say that's not how antihistamines work. <laughs> Sure it's not. They don't like I'm sure it's not. <laughs> take all the histamine out of your system. But also here's and I do get this. There it is there are civilians who work there though. And there are also certain like antipsychotic drugs that work on the H2 receptor. They work on the same receptor as antihistamines. And and um maybe also with stuff. I don't know. Anyway. So, but I do, what I do like is that the strongest Marines get sick the fastest and the nerdy, nerdy, we have allergies get sick the slowest. That feels good. Even though Daniel Jackson fucking sucks, but like, why doesn't he like, he's sneezing before he even goes through the vertical water. Uh, hole. He, he's just always sneezing. Teal that time. Like his thing. Why didn't, but we'll know because we find out that he he was due for another antihistamine, and we find this out when we develop when we realize we have a cure and we can go back through. So we find Daniel Jackson, and he is fully turned into a fuck monster with minutia. It's because his antihistamine wore wore off, and I'm just saying he knew that. What if he had had an EpiPen with him? (laughs) 
But also he knew that going in. He was sneezing. He should have been like, hold up. I'm just going to pop. What's, do they even have Claire? In 97, you know what they had? They had, um, oh, God, Allegra and probably Claritin. Why do you pop one of those motherfucking things? Well, I, I think I think it's safe to say he's just not fit to be on SG one for a multitude of reasons. Yeah, and also, so oh, they do experiment on fucking O'Neill. Well, yeah, well, so Doctor Fraser figures all this out about the antihistamine stuff, develops like something, uh, develops something out of that in the blood, and uses develops o- something called Benadryl. <laughs> like because that's the thing i couldn't figure out she was like well there's obviously so there's a and this is the other okay i have so many things one of them is she was like obviously i'm just gonna make a leap here she says and i'm gonna decide it's very obvious that there's something in in one of their foods that is a histamine blocker mm. which by the way could make them more prone to other illnesses because histamine does anyways but she's like, I'm going to, so I'm saying that the people who end up being touched are people who don't eat that food. And I'm like, and you're telling me the people of this planet have never fucking noticed that? Not a one of them? Wow. They're stupid. Um, they're not able to identify pattern at fucking all. So who cares about their bowls? And then um, she's like, but I've taken their blood. Instead of just saying, hey, here's some Benadryl. Here's some EpiPens. Go over there. She's like, get their blood and bring it back so it can make like a serum called Benadryl. So she makes Benadryl. Uh, uh, and she gives. But did she make forever Benadryl? Because they never explained to the people, hey, like everybody has to eat bananas, whether they like bananas or not. All you motherfuckers have to eat bananas. And you only like bananas. Well, put them in some bread. <laughs> Because yeah. if you don't eat bananas, you're going to end up going. And then you have to wonder, do people ever decide on that planet kind of like drugs? Like, mm, I like going caveman. I want to have, hey, what do you say this weekend? Things are boring. Yeah. Let's have caveman sex. And then we'll have like our friend come over and give us a quick shot in the ass of Benadryl so we can return to normal. Yeah. But yeah we yeah. could tear it up real nasty style. It's it's like it's like their version of like going to Vegas. Yeah, you know? it's going to the dark side. Let's go, let's go caveman for for a weekend. I would go caveman for a weekend, right? Like, who knows what might happen? <laughs> the doctor, you know, she she uses O'Neill as a guinea pig because he he asked her. Experience. Sort of. Experience. Oh, I can't. It's just, it's such a stupid scene because, like, she, she, she does this, like, long, like, pseudo scientific explanation. And he's just, like, looking at her, like, and then he's like, it's bareback. And she's like, oh, I thought you'd say that. I brought the needle with me. Yeah. yeah. Well, Whereas before she was like, I can't do that. It's unethical. Okay. But then can I just say she injects O'Neill with the thing and she says to Teal, you better lock him back up. Yeah. And do you know what Teal proceeds to do? Tuck him in. Yeah. Isn't that nice? But she says you need to lock him back up. And Teal goes, oh yeah. Okay. I'll lock him back up with this scratchy military issue blanket. <laughs> 
Meanwhile, Hammond's in the corner, like on the fucking Silence of the Lambs, like body carrier and just like foaming at the mouth. Well, like, I know. Like, was that like intentional? Was like it like, like Teal's like, I'm not going to lock up fucking Colonel O'Neill. Or was it like the dialogue said lock him up and then the scene director was like, just tuck him in. And I'm like, you should change one of those things. Because then O'Neill later is able to pound on the door like, hey, it's me, Lucia. Lucia, I'm home. Yeah, yeah. He t- says in his totally not problematic Desi Arnaz impersonation. Til- Til- Tilk's just like waiting outside the room. I know. Uh, <laughs> and O'Neill does that. And, 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 and Tilk's like, I am not Lucy. Oh, great. We're going to get a and so shit ton of that. that. He just goes... I can't fucking even, he's like, you know what? Never mind, asshole. I can't even bother to explain this to you. Teal made the kick ass and miss references. Well, there was a reference earlier that I feel like Teal should have gotten by, con- I can't remember what it was earlier in the episode, that he should have gotten by context. And when he didn't, the whole team was like, whatever, not worth it. And it was more important than Lucy, I'm home, which should just be forgotten anyway. <laughs> um, unless maybe you're Cuban and then go for it. But Colonel O'Neill should probably shut the fuck up. And uh, Teal refuses to let him out of the room. Yeah, yeah. Because he's little, like, yeah. uh, Colonel O'Neill, you have mistaken me for Lucy. Yeah, yeah. You, you are not in the right, your right mind yet. I will get the doctor. Which, by the way, is appropriate. It's an appropriate thing to do, yeah. Even if he hadn't, if there hadn't been this TV reference confusion, it's obviously appropriate to get medical clearance. I'm sure that's the procedure. Mm. But Colonel MacGyver just does what he wants. He's like, yeah, come on, come on. Don't, what are you talking about? Just give me, just give me out of here. But in any yeah. case, the stuff works. And it works! A bit later, everyone is fine. Yeah, everyone seems fine. We cut to a bit late. It has to be a bit later that as they're prepping to go back through the gate, Hammond's like, we made these new, like, trank guns. We retrofitted your guns with some fucking antihistamine tranks. Uh, You can just go in there and just start plowing through the cavemen and, and, and you know, setting them back. A bit so they're all getting injected with benadryl (laughs) great i mean it does sound like a great way to spend like at least one night totally like cave fanning out and then at the end you get a shot of benadryl (laughs) that just kind of makes you like lay and like drool on your sofa for a while god that sounds amazing they they go back on the planet Mm. Uh, in, in the, to the dark spot, and they go to camp, and I fucking love it. Daniel's there, looking like oh a yeah, he's just cake, like man. A, <laughs> he's like eating a big old turkey leg. It's so funny. Next it's to so his funny girlfriend, Manusha. Manusha. <laughs> After they trank everyone at the campsite, they go back. The gang goes back to the Manoan oh, temple. Yes. They take Daniel with them. Oh my god, Daniel looks like shit. Oh, it's, as, it's a horrible as, job. It's a horrible job. As an early job. man, he's like basically just like holding his upper lips up so he can see his teeth. I think it's pretty funny. I think it's really funny. And he's got his nostrils played. The unibrow is is fucking just, it's just, it's like a sheepdog. It's like. And he's on his back. So like all of his skin is like, like gravitating toward the back of his head. 
He looks very bad. Well, they they use him. They they bring. They're like, we have a cure, and the untouched are like, what? Get out of here! You're not. Like, you said you. You, you told you us like, you weren't gods. Are you, like, are you gods or not? Yeah. yeah like, exactly. can you please? Can we, yeah. Can we please conclude that? But but they're like, we'll prove it. They put Daniel in what they call the isolation circle, which is just the slightly raised dais. Which is like right next to the dinner table. Yes. Right. Yeah. So, it's so, a, the least isolating place you could be. And it's not even stage. a circle. No. <laughs> but yeah, they, they, uh, they cut to a bit time a bit of time later. Daniel comes to and he and the unibrow's gone. He's no longer flaring his He's like, where am I? I thought we were going to the dark side of the planet. I wanted to go to the Tashi station. <laughs> yeah. Well, so they're like, hey, come with us untouched. So they go to the edge of the of the forest and all the people are coming out there and they're all cured. They all look this point, You think a bunch of fucking like Australopithecuses, Australopithecus are going to come out of the forest because that's why we just had to convince these asshats so that they would let us use the shot on everybody. But then it turns out we already gave everybody the shot with our dirt guns. So why the fuck did we just waste our time convincing them? Because the evidence is visible. Their families come back human. We didn't need yeah. to see it happen to Daniel. They the just unibra- need to see Minosha. The unibrows are gone. Yeah. Um, well, yeah. Well, so the day the day is saved apparently for the for this for PX two three four. Um, so, dude, the crew- can they please honestly give these planets better names? And that was the first thing Daniel said actually when he became normal man again. Yes. I thought we were going to give it a better name. Yes. But apparently the writers are really committed to giving all the planets shitty names so we can't tell them apart. We, we should give them names. We should give them names. I call this Minusha. Minusha. The planet I mean, of the whole Minusha. Minusha. <laughs> I named the whole planet after Minosha. Speaking of that, like, you know, like, yeah, Minosha comes out. She doesn't, she just goes straight to her, her father. Her and Daniel mm-hmm. don't even like look at each other. So I don't know. I don't nope. Know I don't it's know real awkward. I, it's Is real it awkward? awkward like that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So the last, the last scene of the, uh, the episode is uh, the gang is walking back to the gate and mm-hmm. uh, O'Neill and Sam. Are talking to oh people. my god! I fucking so, hate O'Neill so much. This this is granular. This uh, let's do it with line by we, line. We will do it granularly, but just so you know, earlier before we recorded, when I was rewatching and I sent you a text that said O'Neill is such a fucking piece of shit, was or whatever I said. <laughs> I, this is the scene I was watching. So yeah, yeah. okay. So uh, so Carter's like, uh, uh, sir, uh, about my earlier behavior. I wasn't myself. Right. She's trying to apologize. She's stammering a bit because this is very uncomfortable. She sexually assaulted a superior officer or like anyone. And O'Neill's and O'Neil's like, well, I wasn't myself either. He's like, I don't even, I would don't even remember I don't because even remember. I was so out of it. Yeah. And she's like, oh, what a relief. And then he 
there's so much that makes me mad about this. He says, <laughs> Hey, how's your abdomen healing? Or like, how, how are you healing up? And she's like, sir, he says, well, I heard that you were stabbed in the stomach by your yes. roommate. Yeah. And she goes, Oh no, it's going to heal. It's going to heal fine. I'm fine. He goes, Oh, yeah. thank goodness. Because if it didn't heal in a pretty way, you'd never be able to wear that crop top number again. And sweet, me likey. And me only likey if you number. have no scars. What? Sweet little tank top number. That's that's the line. Like, I'm pissed about that. First of all, you shaming her for some shit that happened when she was, like, sick. Like, how about how you talked, O'Neal? So, fuck you. <laughs> and then also... He's like sexualizing her and embarrassing her for wearing a crop top number. And then he calls it a sexy lean hit number. So he's condescending. Well, and, and then, and then he, he says this and then he like walks out of frame. And the last thing is, is, is Sam doing the, like, she's like shakes her head and like does like a little, she's like, Oh, oh, oh Neil. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> End of end of episode, isn't that? Cool? But can I say this for Amanda Tapping? I feel oh. like the direction she got from the the director was like, just be like, shake it off, like <laughs> O'Neill. But Amanda Tapping's a fucking bad bitch, and so in her eye, like she manages to do follow that direction, but still in her eyes is a little bit of like disconcerted oh, disgust. Oh, definitely, definitely. She's it, sort it of was- like <laughs> O'Neill. It was the same in episode three. Like she had that yes. look like the entire episode. The only person she doesn't have any sexual beef with is Tilk. And General yeah. Hammond, who I still contend in this episode is the guy she should have been trying to fuck. <laughs> does anyone else on does anyone else on base have a direct line to the president? All right, yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's how the episode ends. Uh, yeah with that sweet little tank top number (laughs) sweet little tank top and number oh o'neill you you dirty dog (laughs) men will be boys (laughs) (laughs) yeah um tori yeah were you comforted by Uh, this episode oh uh no, no, I was uncomfortable this entire episode. This episode was even more uncomfortable than the last one. This episode does not, it doesn't bode well for the rest of the series. I'm telling you that right now. I'm, I'm, I'm super anxious right now, actually, about this decision to do a Stargate podcast. How about I'm the decision super to anxious. comfort watch? How about, are you anxious about the decision to comfort watch Stargate yes. SG-1? Yes, yes. Let alone to do a podcast about it. Yeah, I've um, been through all the stages of whatever that is. So if you want to know, since you asked, yeah, I guess I am comforted by this. <laughs> mostly because, it mostly because uh, I I am comforted by this episode. And to be honest, it's because after those two men were so cavalier about watching a rape. (laughs) They had to deal (laughs) with (laughs) sexual aggression from Samantha Carter. Mm -hmm. But then at the end, 
Um, you know what that was? That was just like, I'm mad that they turned it into, you know what? Yeah, I don't know. Fuck. I can't, who can say? Who could say? Am I comforted? Maybe. I'm going to say yes and no. I mean, look, I'm, 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 I'm comforted. I'm comforted by the, the vibing that we're, we're doing. Oh yeah. Oh, like if we weren't vibing, would I be comforted by a Stargate SU-1 up to episode four? No, I'd probably stop watching. <laughs> yes. Yes, exactly it. I would, I would have stopped. I, like... I would have stopped. <laughs> Me too. Well, we're, we're going to continue on. We're going to keep doing this. So all you Stargate fans who have definitely stopped listening at this point, but all you other people I who mean, just want to vibe with us. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. There's so much more to go through this. We're, we're, we're in point zero zero three of this, of this series. All right. Well, it's time for us to do our yeah, net and meh for this episode. Who would you like to be? Who would you definitely not like to be? And who would, do you not really give a shit either way about being? Either yeah, nah, or meh. Sarah? Uh, so I put zero thought into this in advance. Um, but um, I'm going to say, like, I definitely, do, I, mm, my net is a hard thing between the woman about to be raped and nobody cares and having to be Samantha Carter and work with the people who don't care. So I'm going <laughs> to say, I'm going to say that I don't want to be Sam Carter because okay. wow, her coworkers suck. And she's counting on them to like, they're supposed to be like, she's trusting them with her life. So, which explains why in the last episode, they stopped to get lunch, even though they thought she was probably being raped. But anyways, um, who would I, uh, that's who I don't want to be. That's that's my, I think I want to be Teal'c. I bet I'm going to want to be Teal'c a lot because Teal'c is like the best person available <laughs> as usual in many ways um so that's your yeah I, that's my yeah yeah and my meh um i'm i'm having to pick between general hammond who i think is usually my meh and uh lady doctor but um I mean, this seems like a great episode to spend in the corner, hugging yourself in like a sort of anxiety reducing hug jacket. That seems better than trying to find a cure, even though she never seems like, what if I don't find it? Um, Yeah, I'm going to pick General Hammond as my meh because that looks like his job's the easiest. Okay, all right. Uh, my yet net or meh. Uh, my yet is uh Dr. Fraser. Well, well, yeah, well, you know she she got shit done. Like yeah, I mean in the end, like she did exactly what she said she was gonna do. Only weird thing was that she used O'Neill as the springboard 
for the exposition dumps, which, which is why uncomplicated biological concepts. But other than that, that's that's what put her into the meh category for me (laughs) is that she kept going to O'Neill. Out of all the people that she could have discussed this with, it's the dude who is like the most like I can I can crush a an empty beer can (laughs) against my forehead. Yeah, Yeah. And so she's like, let me go run some things by you and see what you think. <laughs> exactly. All right. Other so than- that's why I did not pick her, but I get why you're picking her. She does save the day. Yeah. So uh, that's my yet. Yeah. My net is definitely O'Neill and his uh, fucking hyena whelp. I can't fucking stand it. <laughs> Girl, I can't yeah, he's fucking sucks. stand it. It is the worst. I do not want to be him at all. And then uh, my. <laughs> And then my uh, and then my meh would be uh, the untouched in general, like yeah, I get that. I thought about the curly haired lady who doesn't have the weird accent. It's my meh, but just, also the one with the accent sounds like it'd be fun to just talk like that. You all, could. all of them, super boring. Yeah, like super boring. Super boring. God, this Minoans. That's why I don't remember it from seventh grade social studies. Okay, so right. so next week is, this is yeah. it's called the first commandment. Yeah, it came out. It first aired August twenty second, nineteen ninety seven. Mm-hmm. So this is I'd already graduated from college and was working a terrible, <laughs> terrible job at a local mental hospital for children. I mean, mm-hmm. psychiatric hospital for children. Mm-hmm. Um, the SG one team is sent after the SG-9 team that has failed to return. They find that SG-9's captain, having been treated like a god by planetary inhabitants, is drunk with power and is tyrannizing them. Can they overcome him? SG-9's anthropologist Frakes is captured. I'm just going to say that just goes back to what I was saying earlier about their, their secret trolling of Jonathan Frakes by imitating (laughs) the caveman (laughs) acting that he had to do in TNG in the next episode, literally in the first five minutes, they shoot dead a man named Frakes and mentioned several times that Frakes has been shot. And then also, um, they are not pro-consent on this show, and Riker's super into consent. So that's it. Well, I mean, I you know maybe we should leave it to the to the listeners. You know, listeners, if you know anything about this beef between yeah, what's the this SG1 beef and the and the TNG, let us know. Oh yeah, is there a real? This could be real. Yeah, yeah, it definitely could be. And someone, you know, might we're we're a little late to the party, but someone might have figured right? it up at this point. Let us this know. This ain't no this ain't no <laughs> tofurkey. This ain't no field roast. This is real beef. And I want to know the deets. So nice. All right, that's well, how people talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I need the four one one on I, I I ship this I, sh- I I ship this talk. Wait, is that how it works? Is that how the word is used? Well, anyway, cool. All right. Well, well and very young. Well, thanks, listeners, for uh, joining us at the vertical water hole. Yo yo yo. Uh, we'll see you next time for uh, yeah episode five. And uh, until then, Sarah. I'm drunk. Let's go. Bye. Bye. 
Wait, are we really saying goodbye? Yeah. Well, I mean, okay. no, well, no to, to, the, to the podcast. Yeah, okay, bye. Bye. bye.